हरे कृष्णा डिवोटीज धनवत प्रणाम ऑल क्लोरिस्ट शीला प्रभुपात गुरु महाराज टुडे वी आर सो फॉर्चुनेट टू हैव हिज ग्रेस कलानिधि केशवा प्रभु जी फ्रॉम डेली एंड टुडे प्रभु जी विल इनलाइटन ऑन श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सिक्स चैप्टर फाइव वर्स ट्वेल्व हरे कृष्णा प्रभु जी धनवत प्रणाम प्लीज टेक ओवर द कॉल हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा टू ऑल द डिवोटीज धनवत प्रणाम All glories to Shri Prabhupad and Shri Guru Maharaj. See, uh, so I think uh, we can start. Hare Krishna. Am I audible? Yes, Prabhu Ji. Okay, so uh, today we are starting with the verse sixth canto. Fifth chapter and twelfth number verse, and uh, it is. Uh, so, Mata Ji, uh, uh, do you want to record this session, or uh, we can? Yes, Prabhu Ji, we are already recording. Okay. Uh, the verse is Ekaha Ishwaraha Turiyo Ekaha Eva Ishwaraha Turiyo Bhagwan Swa Ashreha Parha Pumsha Sorry. Just wait. तुर्यो भगवान तम किम असत कर्म फिर भवेत Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhakti Vedam Swami Shri Prabhupada Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai Translation, uh, sorry, word meaning first Ekaha, One Eva, Indeed Ishwaraha, Supreme Controller Turiyaha, The Fourth Transcendental Category Bhagwan, The Supreme Personality of Godhead Swa Ashrayaha, Independent being his own shelter paraha beyond this material creation tam him adrishtva not seen abhavam who is not born or created pamsaha of a man kim what benefit asat karma bhi with the temporary futile activities bhavet there can be nagmuni Uh, has said that there is a kingdom where there is only one male. The Hari Ashwas realized the purport of the statement. The only enjoyer is the supreme personality of Godhead, who observes everything, everywhere. He is full of six opulences and fully, fully independent of everyone else. he is never subject to the three modes of material nature 
for he is always transcendental to this material creation. If the members of human society do not understand him, the supreme through their advancement in knowledge and activities, but simply work very hard like cats and dogs all day and night for temporary happiness, what will be the benefit of their activities? Purport. Nagmuni had mentioned a kingdom where there is only one king with no competitor. The complete spiritual world and specifically the cosmic manifestation has only one proprietor or enjoyer, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is beyond this material manifestation. The Lord has therefore been described as Turiya, existing on the fourth platform. He has also been described as a bhava. The word a bhava, bhava, which means takes birth, comes from the word bhu, to be. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 8.19, bhutva bhutva praliyate. The living entities in the metal world must be repeatedly born and destroyed. The supreme personality of Godhead, however, is neither bhutva nor praliyate. He is eternal. In other words, he is not obliged to take birth like human beings or animals, which repeatedly take birth and die because of ignorance of the soul. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is not subjected to such changes of body, and one, and one who thinks otherwise is considered a fool. Avajananti Mahamudha Manushim Tanum Ashitam Nardamuni advises that human beings not waste their time simply jumping like cats and monkeys without real benefit. The duty of the human being is to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Om Ajnanatme Randasya Gyanan Janashalakya Chakshur Unmritam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobheshtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamlam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagan Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadhavetam Savadhutam Parjana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagan Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitasha He Krishna Karunathindu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sate Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubesha Kripasindhu Bhayevacha Patatanama Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namanamha Jashri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Adveta Gadadhara Shivasadigar Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakta Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saswate Devi Garavani Pacharine Narvishesha Shunyavadi Pashata Deshatarine Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayam Namaskatya Naramcheva Naroktamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tatojayam Adhiriyet Nashtaprayeshu Abhatreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhakti 
भक्ति भक्त नष्ट की सो हियर वी हैव अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वर्स फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम एंड वी सी दैट दीज वर्सेस विल बी टेकिंग अस टू एक्चुअली द वाई थिंग इन आर लाइफ why we exist what is the purpose of all our activities why we are suffering what we should do what we should do why we should do so why is actually very important so many of the people know what how but they lack in the understanding of why right but when you understand why then things become more easy 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 in a sense that when you are convinced on why then you will obviously deduce or will obviously investigate what needs to be done and how it needs to be done so why should be very much clear so in bhakti also this why should be very much clear so we know the background of this verse we have uh, hari ashwas and uh, who are hari ashwas these are 10000 sons of uh, daksh prajapati and all like daksh prajapati we like we have already read in the earlier chapters that daksh prajapati is a prajapati he is there to uh, for the progeny right to populate the world with noble progeny but we see that when dashpajapati unites with uh, his wife and procreates 10000 sons then all these 10000 sons are now required to further uh, do the job further further procreate and populate this world with noble souls but before that one more thing is required that is purification so we often see that uh, people are more interested in joining a ghasta ashram and we see like in iskon we have uh, if we see it like take a ratio right so it will be uh, if i guess randomly then uh, uh, maybe 1000 is to 1 so if 1000 ghasta devotees are there then only one uh, brahmachari would be there and mostly like people see that uh, and they see in a way like that they will not be able to continue with the brahmachari ashram or sanyas ashram rather they consider the grahastha ashram as 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 an easy option but when we read bhagavatam we understand that grahastha ashram is not easy altogether because grahastha ashram is not does not mean that you unite with your wife and procreate children and you act like prabhupada uh, is mentioning here uh, act like uh, monkeys and cats or sometimes prabhupada mentions uh, mentions cats and dogs so grahastha ashram doesn't mean like you live like cats and dogs and simply enjoy your uh, material status so we study the standards here 
that when these uh, 10,000 sons, which are also known as the Hariyashwas, now when they are required to procreate, what they are doing? They are going to a, sec a, a secluded place, a sacred place. Uh, Narayana is the, is the, uh, is the uh, name of that place. So they all go to that place and they are actually doing a lot of penances for purifying themselves. And when they are staying there uh, in that sacred place, they are already purified. And when Narmuni comes to these like uh, very sacred souls actually, which are the uh, Hari Ashwas. So when Narmuni sees all of these, so out of compassion Narmuni thinks that these noble souls are so much purified. So they are already very purified, already going through so many austerities. And for what? For procreation? So out of compassion, Narmuni thinking that what is the use of all these austerities if again uh, all these noble souls, all these, all these 10,000 Hari Ashwas again will be like coming into material world, then what is the use of all these austerity? And then he starts instructing these Hari Ashwas. And when we see uh, the earlier verses to this, when we see, so Nagmuni is not giving a whole Bhagavatam class, right? Uh, Nagmuni is not uh, like there's there's not a whole chapter about all the instructions that Nagmuni gave. So there are only four verses which Nagmuni is talking about, and that too uh, you can say allegorically or analogy. Uh, Nagmuni is saying that there is a place and uh, there is one person there and that one person is the supreme and then uh, there is a hole in that place where, where if somebody goes he never returns from that hole then there is a wife which is unchaste and there is a river there which goes in both directions and there is a uh, other and, and, the, and the palaces like build up of 25 elements and everything so allegorically now, Nardmuni is actually mentioning all this. So, no direct instructions are given here. So, he is not directly saying that you stop this uh, nonsense uh, just for the sake of uh, procreating. Rather, you do and go for pure devotion service. No, he is not instructing that way. But he is giving some examples allegorically. Just four verses he is giving. And now, these Hari Ashwas are actually thinking about that. And the fourth verse is obviously that uh, when uh, Narmuni is saying that you don't know what your father wants from you. So you don't know the purpose of God. right? And until you know that purpose, how will you procreate? So these are the just four verses that uh, Narmuni said to these uh, Hari Ashwas. And we see that all these uh, Hari Ashwas, which are 10,000 in number, all are aligned actually. So when uh, Nadmani said all these things, they are very much aligned. They are thinking on it. It's not so like somebody is thinking that whether uh, I should be thinking about it, whether we should be considering Nadmani as our spiritual master, whether we should be uh, 
doing this or whether we should get married whether we whether somebody should uh, go to forest again for pure devotion service no they are all aligned right because they are already purified and in the coming verses we will we will be seeing that uh, uh, they mull over these four verses and then finally they circumambulate narad muni and then they go for pure devotion service never to return so here we see uh and then uh, starting from this verse only in shrimad bhagavatam uh, verse number 12 till if you see verse number uh, 18 19 right so from verse number 12 to 19 if we see the last line of all these verses आर किम असत कर्मा फिर भवे सो वट इज द बेनिफिट ऑफ दीज असत कर्मा असत मीन्स विच आर टेम्पररी इन नेचर सो वाइल वी आर एंगेजिंग ऑल इन ऑल दीज असत कर्मा वॉट इज द बेनिफिट ऑफ दैट सो द लास्ट लाइन ऑफ ऑल दीज वर्सेज आर सेम एंड दीज आर वेरी ब्यूटिफुल वर्सेज स्टार्टिंग फ्रॉम दिस वन ट्वेल्थ देर दे आर थिंकिंग अबाउट द फर्स्ट एनोलॉजी nadmuni has actually given when nadmuni mentions that there's a, there's a uh, place where uh, there's a kingdom where uh, on, where only one man lives right when nadmuni is referring to that one man now that one man thing these hari ashwas are thinking about that and if we see the translation and purport prabhupad is actually explaining that we are uh, again uh, repeating i am again uh, reading the translation nadmuni had said that there is a kingdom where there is only one male so here actually the first word that one male all these hari ashwas are thinking about that who is that one male the hari ashwas realize the purport of the statement the only enjoyer is the supreme personality of godhead so now they have found out who is that one male that one male is supreme personality of godhead krishna himself एकला ईश्वर कृष्ण बाकी सब नृत्य सो ऑल आर सर्वेंट्स ओनली कृष्ण इज द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड इन हियर इफ यू सी हू इज दैट सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सो वी कैन सी लाइक देर वेरियस डेफिनेशन टू वॉट कृष्णा इज आर गिवन इन दिस वर्स इन द ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पट सो इन टोटल देर आर इलेवन कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स ऑफ गॉड Or Krishna are given in this verse. So we'll read one by one. The first is the only enjoyer is the supreme personality of Godhead. So first characteristic of God is given here is that He is the enjoyer, right? As we see in the uh, Bhagavad Gita 5.29 as well. भोक्ताराम यज्ञ तपसाम सर्वलोक महेश्वर दट आई एम द भोक्त आई एम द एंजॉयर ऑफ एवरीथिंग देन इफ यू रीड वर्ड बाय वर्ड वील बी गेटिंग द इलेवन कैटरिस्टिक्स ऑफ गॉड दैट आर मेंशन इन दिस वर्ड्स सो 
again we are going word by word and uh, it is very important again first is enjoyer then who observes everything everywhere so god is someone who can observe everything and everywhere right so he is the observer this is the second characteristic of god or krishna he is full of six opulences so again 2 plus 6 is 8 right and we know what all opulences are there so krishna is has all the riches has all the beauty has all the power has all the money has all the fame and then has all the renunciation right so if uh, anybody of us or anybody in the metro world has anything uh, among all these things even like power beauty fame uh, money and if you tell that person that you renounce it he will not be able to renounce but krishna is full of these six opulences even though he has all the opulences but he is always ready to renounce that and we see various examples like in uh, bhagavad gita uh, we see like the first page the introductory um, when we when we see the cover of bhagavad gita we see that krishna is sitting as as a chariot driver right and uh, uh, becoming a chariot driver is not a easy job so job actually so uh, you can think of a situation when uh, the two armies are fighting with each other actually and uh, for example like even the even the chariot chariot driver wants to speak something uh, to the person who is on the on, on board on the chariot he will not be able to convey because there's so much noise there and again vice versa the person who is sitting uh, he cannot convey the same things or or any directions to the chariot driver so it's very noisy situations like everybody is shouting it's it's a battlefield right it's not a simple auditorium where uh, one dialogue is happening it's it's a it's a battlefield obviously so so much noise would be there so how the things are run on a chariot are like uh, if that person who is on board on the chariot if he wants to move right then he will kick his right leg right on the right hand of the chariot driver and the chariot driver will move in the right, right direction right because his hands are always uh, like obviously busy uh, holding the bow and arrow so he can only use his uh, legs as we do currently like when we drive we use uh, our legs to control the gears and clutches right so you can understand the situation when uh, the person wants to move the left he will left his left leg and will hit his left leg to the left hand of the chair driver and the chair driver will move in left direction if he wants to stop the chariot he will kick on the back of the chair driver and the chariot will drop, uh, like stop right so these are the things which uh, like usually would happen okay so you can literally think then uh, here is a person who is supreme personality of godhead right and he is getting kicks from his devotee <coughs> so such was the status of a stature of uh, renunciation when it comes to krishna so we have already covered uh, 6 plus 2 8 characteristics of god krishna 
then he is never subject to the three modes of material nature so krishna is somebody who is always above the three modes of material nature although he has created all these modes but he is not under these modes as krishna mentions in bhagavad gita devi hesha gunamai mam maya dratya so this maya these three force mindris these three um, modes of material nature are my energies right and you can only cross it over when you surrender to me but krishna himself is above these modes so this is ninth characteristic for he is always transcendental to this material creation this is the 10th uh, okay so this was 9 and oh, sorry these are 10 characteristics for he is always transcendental to this material creation so this material creation krishna is always transcendental so if we count the like all these uh, 10 characteristics first is he is the supreme enjoyer then he observes everything he has six opulences he is never subject to the three modes of material nature and he is always transcendental to this material creation so these are the 10 characteristics of krishna which are given in this verse then further in the translation it is coming if the members of human society do not understand this do, do not understand him the supreme through their advancement in knowledge and activities but simply work very hard like cats and dogs all day and night for temporary happiness what will be the benefit of their activities so if by all our activities if you are not able to understand that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead then all our activities are of no use so there's a uh, very important verse in bhagavatam uh, which has a similar meaning can anybody recall that there's no use of any your uh, duties your ashram duties your or your varna duties if the purpose is not fulfilled and what is the purpose Hare Krishna. So this verse uh, is uh, Shrimad Bhagavatam, first canto, second chapter, verse number thirteen. Atah pumbi dvijasheshta varnashrama vibhagasha swanochasthaya dharmasya samsiddhir haritoshanam samsiddhir haritoshanam. So. any kind of activities you are doing whether you are under any kind of varna brahman kshatriya vaishya shudra whether it is brahmachari ashram whether it is grahastha ashram whether it is vanprastha sanyas whatever activities you are performing what is whatever your dharma is whatever your duties are its purpose is some siddhir haritoshnam it is for the satisfaction of the lord and if you are not doing it it's all 
in vain actually right so whatever kind like what whatever kind of activities one body one sorry one is performing and if the purpose is not fulfilled it's all in vain right so prabhupada is actually focusing on this important point here and says that uh, this is the duty of a vaishnava that when he sees somebody engaged in these kind of duties right simply uh, prabhupada is mentioning narad muni advises that human beings not waste their time simply jumping like cats and monkeys so we we can see like cats and monkeys are simply jumping right so as we can see like we are always busy and if we see cats and monkeys they are always busy as well but what they are doing they are always jumping we know they are busy but what is the outcome nothing that's why prabhupada is mentioning that a human being not waste their time simply jumping like cats and monkeys without a real benefit right so if there is no real benefit then there is no use of this simply jumping like cats and monkeys the duty of the human beings is to understand the supreme personality of godhead right and the main duty of a human being is to understand the supreme personality of godhead right so sometimes we see like in this material world people are uh, suffering uh, they are going from uh, one state to another just to earn some money then take care of their family then uh, to have some uh, uh, enjoyment to to create a beautiful so to prepare a beautiful house right so all these activities are actually for these four uh, these four things only right for sleeping they need a good bed right uh, this is what in bhag sorry in mahabharat as well um uh, just a minute i'm just recalling it um as uh, the last line the, the second line is ahar nidra bhay mathanam cha right as for but all like it's it's a most quoted verse in iskon ahar nidra bhay mathanam cha samenam etad pashu bhir naranam धर्मो ही तेषा अधिको विशेषो धर्मेण ही न पशु भी समाना सो आहार आहार निद्रा आहार मीन्स सिंपली ईटिंग निद्रा इज सिंपली स्लीपिंग भय टू प्रोटेक्ट वन सेल्फ राइट एंड मैथून टू प्रोक्रिएट दीज आर द फोर एक्टिविटीज राइट विच इज कॉमन whether it is a human being or animal these all these four activities are common now what is the difference between a human life and an animal life think like somebody may say like uh they have done mba or they have they are doctors but what is the purpose right even a man asks to his son or, or says to his son <clears throat> the purpose behind education is again like uh, they tell their their son like if you don't study uh, you will not get a nice job 
and if you will not get a nice job you will not, not get a nice wife right so ultimately everything that we are doing starting from day one in our life till we uh, go back to our next life and again like this, this is repeated so we are only focusing on these four things eating sleeping mating and defending no other thing is there so all these four activities are similar and Prabhupada has like uh, always quoted it in a way that that is why it is called polished uh, way of uh, animalistic life or polished animalistic society these all are animals but they are doing it like if an animal is enjoying sex life on road uh, somebody may be enjoying it in a well furnished apartment if somebody is eating in a, a five star hotel the animals are obviously like they have also something to eat they also defend themselves and then they also procreate right? uh, for some uh, their children would be born in some uh, uh, nice five-star uh, hospitals but the process is same so all these four activities are same when it comes to human and animals so what is the difference the next line says dharma hi tesham adhiko vishesha so dharma is the only key difference between animal and human being dharma nahina pashubhi samana and if there is no dharma if the dharma is not followed then Pashubi Samana. They are like animal only. And what is dharma? We have already discussed that whatever activities we are doing, whatever dharma we are performing, the purpose behind that is some Siddhar Haritoshanam that we should be able to satisfy Lord Krishna. So this is the why. So while we are doing anything as Prabhupada is mentioning in the last lines that Naradmuni advises so why Naradmuni advises because he is a great great devotee of the Lord so whenever a devotee of the Lord sees somebody suffering then he goes to that person hence and, and says please chant the name please chant the holy names of the Lord because whatever you are doing is zero right you are just adding zeros to your life there is no one right so if there is one zero its value is zero if there are five zeros ten zeros as well the values the value remains same so krishna is that one that uh devotee of the lord adds to your life and we can see from our life as well that while we were roaming in this metal world some devotees of the lord came to our life and then they actually pushed us closer to Krishna and they added that much required one digit right before coming to Iskon also like we had everything most mostly most most of the people right so uh, they were uh, eating nicely they were they had a family they had a home they had everything actually right but when Prabhupada went to west and uh, they, they had everything like materially they were very much superior to Indians right but when Prabhupada went, went there he, he could show that obviously like these people have so many things 
and they are doing so much hard labor as well just to live like cats and dogs so like narad muni prupad what prupad did prupad actually added that one krishna in their lives and they could then use all the things for some siddhar haritoshna for the service of the lord and if you meditate on this that uh, this uh, society that uh, prupad is actually has actually given us uh, all the things are same actually so as devotees are uh, uh, we also marry right but when a devotee marries a real devotee marries right the thinking behind him getting married is that he needs a partner to assist him uh, to assist in his devotion service right and keep krishna in center of that marriage life so just adding krishna to that marriage has a great impact then when they procreate they bring a noble soul in their house as their son or daughter again they serve them very nicely so you will not find a difference in the attitude of the people of a materialistic man they are also giving any everything to their son and daughter and uh, a devotee is also giving uh, much care much needed attention and care to the uh, to their, their their children but the only key difference is a devotee sees that child as a devotee of the lord as a gift from the lord right because as per bhagavad gita we know that uh the devotees who are not able to complete their uh, journey spiritual journey they come back as uh, uh, as children in the noble families of the devotees so the devotees reading this reading shastra they already know like these are not normal souls these are devi and devtas and these are devotees so please uh, like better take care of these and prabhupad mentions that uh, uh the child services even even more than the dt service right so when well you have small kids better you serve these small kids right because they are all devotees devotees of the lord vaishnava seva right a normal man works hard day and night but we see like uh, in our society um, the framework that prabhupad has given us we also work we also go to offices right but we understand that the focus should be krishna krishna seva and 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 frankly speaking like it's, it's very hard to donate something so uh, even a man is like earning uh, thousands of dollars you ask that person and you can practically try this right they would be spending so much money on their furniture on their cars and on their bills but you ask them like sir can you donate 100 dollar note uh, for charity uh, they will say no it's it's very hard whether like devotees when they are there they they also work hard but they they keep krishna center and they understand that whatever activities they are doing in even in the mundane work it is for the satisfaction of the lord and they very generously donate as well right so we can see like all the activities are similar but prabhupad or devotees 
the pure devotees of the Lord actually add that single digit, single one in our lives. And that one digit actually perfects our life. Here in, here in uh, the current context, we see that uh, Nard Muni is doing that seva. And obviously, this is the nature of the devotees. And whenever they are seeing somebody suffering in this metal world, it is their tendency to reach out to them and say, Hey, Baba, like, what are you doing? Right? It's of no use. You are doing so much hard labor. Now tell me, like, uh, a devotee staying in temple or uh, even a grantha devotee, right? So people often say, like, it's very hard to become a devotee. You, you are doing so much uh, seva. You are waking up uh, at uh, 4 or 4.30 in the morning. But we see people, like, they go to sleep at 4.30 in the, in, in the morning, right? Their, their life are, like, completely opposite. So they are also struggling. But when a devotee struggles, that struggle is very sweet and flavorful because it is for Krishna. So, we'll stop here. And uh, next, uh, like, uh, you'll see there are many, like, as we have already discussed, so many verses would be there with Kim Asat Karma Phir Bhave. Asat means which are temporary and karma means karma, all the activities. So different kind of activities will be explained uh, and uh, it will be taught to us that what is the use of all these asat karma if you are not getting closer to Krishna. If your activities are not taking, if your dharma or your duties that you are performing, if these duties are not taking you closer to Krishna, then Kim Asat Karma It's of no use. So, thank you, dear devotees. Uh, we'll stop here for any comments or uh, questions. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, my dharat pranam to you. Shira Prabhupad ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Am I audible? Yes, yes, Mataji. Okay, okay. Yeah, thank you so much for the wonderful class. It was like a last minute class because, uh, you know, all of a sudden uh, we had one speaker not coming and, you know, you kindly uh, accepted the offer to give class. So, but yeah, yeah, it's very uh, focused, uh, focused class and, you know, it's, uh, and uh, it's so nice that, uh, you know, Srimad Bhagavatam studying in the morning and, uh, you know, getting to hear about Krishna, the glories of Krishna through Bhagavatam, it's like, what what else can we hear better, you know? So, it's, I'm really uh, in the sense that, you know, we, and it stays with us the whole day, what we are hearing. So, thank you for mentioning the opulences, and you said that all the riches and money. So, one question always comes to me, you know, like, uh, in the sense that, what is a definite, Vedic definition of riches? Like, you know, uh, sometimes, we say that, okay, there is rupees, so that gives us the capacity to buy. Of course, there is gold people can sell, you know. And then, uh, so, in the, in, when we say about the riches from the Vedic point of view, otherwise we know a person has a lot of properties, you know, then he can sell the property and get money from it. So, uh, I mean, all this will be counted as riches too, right? So, but is this, 
I think of this as from material point of view, right? And there are so many rich people who are not even happy because, you know, they are so insecure that uh, their money might be taken away or what will happen, you know, uh, once I'm gone, I have so much money and I'm enjoying. So all those things are there. And uh, and for such a person, all these things, you know, the assets and things and that like that. So, uh, but from the Vedic point of view, I want to know that what do we consider? Because uh, I heard from Srimad Bhagavatam only that during previous times, uh, people were, they didn't, sometimes they didn't need to give money to buy something. There was, there was like a barter system where, you know, uh, suppose one person is giving coconut and then they can take rice from the other person, you know. So there was no such thing as a currency being, uh, you know, and lately I think in India also, the 2,000, 1,000 rupees, sorry, not 2,000, rupee notes words like, uh, you know, they are saying that it's not going to continue. So all these things are going on, but previously things were different. So just if you could give a definition, it will be nice uh, just for my information. Yes, Mataji. Uh, so if I understood you correctly, so the Vedic definition of riches, so as such, Mataji, like uh, riches, whenever uh, we compare that uh, or, or we uh, understand that it is uh, uh, money only, right? So um, obviously uh, the currency uh, can differ, like may, may differ like time to time. So when we see from the Vedic perspective, it was actually Godhan. So a person having a, uh, more cows will be considered as uh, more richer or a richer person compared to the person who is not having cows. Right. So as per Vedic perspective, uh, Godhan was there. Go means cow and Dhan means obviously uh, money. So if you are having cows, then you are rich. If you don't have cow, you are... Uh, so this is Vedic Varnashram and Dharma, right? And when we say like uh, um, riches is actually, uh, when we say uh, it is actually used to define the uh, Varna as well, right? So when we see Varna, we have uh, four Varnas as per the Vedic system. Uh, we have uh, Brahman, Kshatriya, Vaishya, right, and uh, Shudra, right. So, amongst all these four Varnas, uh, what is the richest class, rich class? It's actually the Vaishyas, right, because they hold the um, cows, they hold the money, Vaishya community. So, Brahmanas, like, uh, you can see, like, even like any scripture you uh, hold in your hand, Right? It will always describe a Brahmana as a poor Brahmana, as a poor, there was a poor Brahmana. You will never like learn this line or read this line from a scripture uh, that there was a very rich Brahmana someplace, in, in some place, right? Because Brahmanas were always poor, right? Poor in terms of money, not in terms of knowledge, right? And they were poor by choice. Right? Because if you read Bhagavad Gita as well, that uh, then in uh, 17th chapter, it comes like, uh, what are the duties of Ramana? So, Patan, Patan, Yajan, Yajan. So, they were basically engaged in uh, giving knowledge, taking knowledge, uh, doing charity and accepting charity. And they will not hold 
um, more charity uh, rather than like which, which which was required by them so if like if they need just one rupee they will not hold two rupees they will donate the the extra one penny and this is a brahmana right so brahmana are always dependent on krishna so that's why uh, we see like namo brahmane devaya go brahman hitaycha that's why it is said that krishna is the devotee sorry krishna is the devata of the brahmanas because brahmanas are always dependent on krishna so they will never hold anything with them we are not talking in terms of today right uh, today real brahmanas are not uh, like extinct practically but when it comes to brahmana they will not hold anything they will just uh, if today uh, like if i am sitting on my table for having prasadam having lunch so they are just bothered about that they will not keep it for evening as well i am completely dependent on krishna if, if uh, krishna willing he will give give me food if um, if the will of, if, if the will of the supreme is not there then i will stay hungry right so so that was the actually the nature and culture of brahmanas then second is kshatriya so kshatriyas uh, they were just levying taxes on on all the people in the community so they were not earning actually so they were the powerful people who were giving protection right they never earned anything so this is vedic system varnashrama system then comes the last one is shudra like shudra was just supporting them right uh, all the three categories and uh, by that they were giving uh, they were like actually uh, given some some, uh, some certain things to sustain on that so finally we are reduced to this one category which is called uh, vaishyas who had all the riches actually that time uh, who were generating richness obviously like brahmanas were also having something obviously kshatriyas uh, were also protecting and very were very rich but the money generating community was just vaishyas as per the vedic system and if we read the uh, bhagavad gita shrimad bhagavad gita so we have clear verses there in 17th chapter that go raksha vanicha so duties of vaishyas are given that krishi goraksha vanicha so krishi they were doing the agriculture goraksha they were protecting the cows obviously milking them and uh, and then vanicha and then they were bartering them uh, like they were generating the milk and uh, ghee and everything and they were barter, bartering that so even if like vedic society we see we are not see vedic society and bhakti are two different things so when i am currently describing richness it is not from the point of view of uh, bhakti but vedic society i am telling you right so in vedic society as well in vadashrama dharma it was godhan not currently like uh, today like uh, however rich we, we may be but uh, the cows are actually roaming on, on the on the streets so that was not the standard that time so people were respecting cows and uh, yeah cow actually was uh, giving them everything that they required that they required huh. so this was for the vedic system but when we come to, like obviously when we come to bhakti um in bhakti richness is something different right so bhakti means uh, uh, you are rich if you have krishna or krishna prem right you don't need then anything else right like we have um, 
or six Goswamis, right? So if you read their history, they all were rich people. Like somebody was a prime minister, somebody was a finance minister, somebody was like Raghunath Das Goswami, like Raghunath, uh, sorry, Raghunath Das, yes. So he was a uh, son of a very rich merchant, right? So all were very extremely rich people, and uh, then they gave up everything uh, just for Krishna Prema. So although like uh, if you see them, they may look like mendicants, right? And um, like if we see Sanatana Goswami, if we like he had nothing, but he had Krishna Prema. And uh, we see like uh, if we, we if we go to uh, Vindavan, if we go to the Mother Mohan Temple, so we have Dwadash Tila, Dwadash Aditya Tila there, right? So Sanatana Goswami had nothing actually. So he would uh, actually uh, get some uh, like flour from the like uh, uh, nearby villages, and then he will moist it with the Yamuna water, and then make a dough, and then simply cook it in the uh, sunlight, and offer that as that only to uh, Madan Mohanji, right? With, without even salt. Right, and then Madan Mohanji, Mohanji is complaining to Sanatan Goswami. Okay, at least you can give me salt. And then Sanatan Goswami is saying, saying that see, I am I am busy writing scriptures. Today you are asking for salt. To, tomorrow you will ask for something else. Right, I am not going to uh, like um, uh, submit to your desires. Sorry. Right. So this was so they were rich uh, in in that sense. And we know like Sanatana Goswami, like uh, when somebody, uh, or a much richer person came to him, then he said, uh, and, and this person actually had a uh, palace money. And Sanatana Goswami told him, that person, that, uh, okay, you if you want um, more richness than that, then do one thing. You throw this palace money to uh, dustbin. And then this man goes throws that parse money to dustbin and then comes back to Sanatana Goswami. And then Sanatana Goswami says, uh, the richness that I have is Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So you chant this mantra. Right? So, obviously, uh, when we see from the perspective of uh, Vanashma Dharma, obviously it was earlier, it was Bodhan. When we see from the perspective of Bhakti, it's actually uh, Krishna Prem or you can say uh, um, the number of uh, Krishna's name you are chanting, right? So one example of a very rich person uh, in our Acharya Parampara is Namacharya Haridas Thakur. So he was chanting 192 rounds. So he was actually the one of the richest person in our Parampara system, right? So uh, three lakh names. So he has, right? So that, that is actually his richness, right? And often we hear like about uh, Garang Mahaprabhu as well, right? So he, like he would not take prasadam at any ordinary person's home. He will, like he will only take prasadam or accept a prasadam from a home, from a, from a householder place, only when that householder is a Laktakiya, uh, we say, like his, he should own, like at least be a Lakpati, right? So when we are saying like uh, uh, was uh, uh, like was this the category like criteria for uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, 
that he was only taking prasadam at a lakpati's house no lakpati when we say means he should be chanting at least 1 lakh names of the lord so that means at least 64 rounds if a person is chanting then only chaitanya mahaprabhu would uh, accept that oh, okay i can go to this home and accept prasadam otherwise like he will not go uh, smata ji i i hope this is uh, um, helpful sorry if i exceeded or uh, misinterpreted that thank you prabhu ji wonderful answer just i wanted to uh, you know like uh, that's why shila prabhupad also you know he uh, like condemned factories and all these things because if we think of it like we should have simple food right like milk vegetables fruits grain and everything the land provides and the cow provides yes so you know and that's why we to have more farms and the people don't need to like travel one hour in the train jam packed and come back uh, waste so much of time this human life is so valuable so uh, you know like i was just connecting to what shila propas also says while you were answering that uh, you know then one doesn't need the this thing because there's ample of food to eat but people want to you know like uh, stock everything and buy uh, like have a lot of money in the bank things have really changed and but there's i know that there are so many like there is geeta nagri here and there are other farm communities uh, i'm sure they're in india too uh, where you know they are uh, following this what propad uh, this thing even our temple in alachua those disciples are there so they have cows and they're doing farming and vegetables are, they're cooking are coming from the farm which they offering to the deities uh, you know this bhoga so uh, this is actually a true richness and of course uh, you know i like i really like that point you mentioned about um, haridas thakur you know he chanted so many names and uh, so and this is good point that uh, like you know even we should follow uh, mahaprabhu you mentioned right in the end that uh, he would not eat from the hand of anyone who was not chanting or was not a devotee um prasadam right that that's what you were mentioning in the end yes at least one lakh names so one lakh if, yeah yes, we are not doing that if you are not a lakpati i will not accept i will not come to your house see so lakpati means lakpati means that you should you should be chanting 64 rounds one lakh names yes and this these actually the standards are all actually coming down only and then sometimes we hear some devotees you know they are still very fixed up like i've heard about anand anand vridavan prabhu so yes, he yes, goes up to like a lot of rounds 32 rounds 64 rounds on ikadashi and different uh, days you know i mean with uh, and of course he does it with association of devotees not alone he invites devotees over and then they uh, you know chant together fast together so that's only possible when we are connected to devotees and but uh, you know the standard was so high then right now we can just say okay if a person is initiated doing 16 rounds we can eat you know prasadam from their hand but in those times such high standards were there and everything is kind of deteriorating now in a way Th- those were like such uh, as you're progressing in kali yuga it's not like really progressing so we really have to you know stay very closely connected and be very cautious of seeing our living and be connected to devotees very very important and especially living in western countries uh it's like you know i mean we'll if one second we put on the t- television you know some of us have television at home and then you know the news will come 
that uh, there is a person there was uh, and there was a place called okala here and there you know in the parking lot people were doing shopping on the weekend and one person just uh, came with a gun gun gunshot you know yes. so how how unsafe it is to live in usa in a way if you think yeah. of it so you know what will he do in the parking lot with a gunshot what is he going to do he just came there because there are people there and then they go to schools and other places also you know so uh, it's really bad here really bad here and it you know like uh, i mean i think our acharyas our parampara in, in the parampara they realize that uh, you know uh, this will happen in the western countries so that's why they insisted uh, you know bhakti san saraswati maharaj uh, dhanat pranam to him that he you know uh, uh, told shri prapa to come to the paschat desh here i don't know what it means a paschat but does it mean western ियड and we know krishna will protect us uh, you know in spite of all this going on krishna will be protecting and and devotees like 99.9% devotees you know they collect all their vacation uh, you know from here uh, uh, they're doing jobs here of course but then they all want to go straight to vrindavan mayapur you know bhubaneswar orissa all these places because they don't want to uh, they want to connect to the spiritual energy there you know just go for yatras and all these things It's all because of Prabhupada's uh, blessings on us, you know. Like uh, we had, we would not know Krishna if Prabhupada is not there. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Very, very enlightening class, and thank you for the definition once again. Uh, because uh, you know, uh, the more we uh, understand the definitions of, uh, you know, like sometimes we say, what is the definition of humility? Humility means you have to be very humble, like a blade of grass. Otherwise, if you see from the Material point, you will say humble means being nice, you know, being very charitable. But humble means like a blade of grass. Means it's in connection to other person. If yes. we are a grass and somebody steps on us, then we just crumble for some time and then we come up again. So you know, so like like uh, Mataji, like uh, just just inter, uh, interfering here because uh, uh, I I recall a very uh, nice statement from Bhupat yes. uh, when he says uh, humility. so he defines humility in one of the purports in bhagavad gita as not to be anxious to have the satisfaction of being honored by somebody amazing hari bol very nice yeah not to be anxious to have the satisfaction of being honored by somebody <laughs> so this is humility like if you read it like it's it's, it's like no your mind you have to be like salt in the salt in the food <laughs> you know When the salt, I heard from one devotee. When the salt is less, everybody said there's less salt. There's less yeah. salt, and when the yeah. salt is perfect, nobody will say anything. Yes. They will just, you know, stay quiet. <laughs> so you know, they'll criticize. There's no salt. So you know, we have to take the criticism. Uh, you know, like I mean, there is the definition from Vedic point is totally different from what we hear in the material world. Right. So, yes. You know, like I mean, and then of course, uh, then that definition is again connected to Krishna. How? that you know if we our like the gopis became proud krishna is with us although krishna yeah. was with each one of them and when they became proud krishna went away so 
you know, like we have to understand the definition and then connect it to Krishna. That you want Krishna to run away from us because he can. He is so independent. I mean, he's not going to stay in our heart all the time. If he's going to see so much the pollution of lust, anger, and greed, he will say, "Okay, you're on your own." You know, I'm just saying like that because, you know, for myself, for my purification, I'm saying that. So, you know, we don't want that. Uh, he, we want him to be there with us because he kindly allows us. The, uh, you know, like we should not say we have fallen because fallen also something we are. Like Prabhupada said, if somebody said, "Oh, Prabhupada, I'm fallen." He says, you're not even fallen. Fallen means then still you're something. But I mean, right. in our condition, he allows, he allows us to come and, uh, you know, um, be with us through the holy name, through the scriptures. So um, that's, uh, you know, we are very grateful to Srila Prabhupada for giving this uh, pure, uh, uh, you know, like Hare Krishna movement through the ISKCON. Uh, ISKCON especially, you know, I think I heard that uh, it's, you know, in the USA, Prabhupada uses his so much of intelligence to create this uh, Krishna consciousness movement here, and the and the movement's name has Krishna in it. That is what I'm so proud about. <laughs> you know, to be proud about some things like you know, like a lot of people ask like, where are you from? You know, ISKCON. So then you know, we just don't say ISKCON. We say International Society of Krishna Consciousness. So, and of course in Hindi they have a different name. Like, uh, but it all started here, and uh, so we were really saved by Shila Prabhupada and the Parampara. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, otherwise I don't know where we would have been, uh, just living like cats and dogs, you know, polished kind of life, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, thank you so much, Prabhuji. Thank you for your wonderful class. Thank you, Mataji. Prabhuji, you were reading some other things in the middle, so I thought maybe, uh, did we, sometimes, you know, we have a morning, uh, some call comes or some other situation comes up. 8 o'clock here in the morning. So I think you only covered one verse, right? You, you were doing yes, some, yes, yes, yes. You were reading some, uh, from some other place you were reading or, or you were saying. So that was actually uh, uh, a verse uh, in the first canto, Samsadhi Hari Toshna, which is actually the crux of today's verse uh, that uh, whatever activities you are uh, performing, one, one is performing, is actually for the satisfaction of the uh, Krishna, actually. And if, it, if, and if that is not done, then uh, all is vain. All is in vain. So that's so why I took that verse from first candle. We can follow this every day. Whatever we do, we are cooking for right. Krishna, chanting for right. Krishna, cleaning for Krishna. Yes. You know, right. uh, so I wish we could do everything. That's very. Uh, it's a very simple statement. So but you can, you can see it as a scale. So whenever you are doing something, uh, just a measure on the scale that if it is going to satisfy Krishna or not. If it is not going to satisfy Krishna, don't do it. <laughs> so it's a, it's a simple scale. Yeah, just like I mean, we are going out, you know, like uh, right. suppose we're going for uh, to the park, and or you're going for a walk. But are we hearing some classes, or if you're meeting someone, do we have some small books to give? If it is right. that, then for Krishna, and we are like hearing Prabhupada's lecture, or or some connection is there. But if you're just going in the park like that and sitting and watching people, what is the point of right. watching the greenery or the fountain? Does it help? No. It'll be like after some time we'll start feeling restless. Uh, you know that we are disconnected, so we should always have a japa bag, and we should always be chanting. We can, of course, go and chant there. That's nice, loudly. But uh, you know, so other living entities can also benefit. So it's all about yeah. giving, giving, and then uh, you know, once we are giving, then Krishna is happy. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Prabhuji. So there are other devotees on the call too. If they want to share, I also see uh, Marani Mataji, senior person. I was remembering Mataji, and I'm so happy that. Uh, Krishna got her on the call. 
Yesterday only I was remembering Manani, Manani Mataji, Madanat Pranam to you, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai, but maybe Mataji or... Hare Krishna Mataji. Mataji, you have a... Yes, yesterday I was... Guru Krishna Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Prabhupada, you gave such a wonderful and very sweet class. You explained so beautifully what the riches are and, you know, how we are supposed to live our life and how Vedic life used to be. So it was very nice uh, review of what we already know, but we keep forgetting. So thank you so much for such a nice and very sweet class. What is your name, Prabhuji? Uh, my name is uh, Kalanithi Keshodas. Very nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm repeating it. Kalanithi, Kalanithi Keshodas. Uh, Kalanithi Keshodas. Who is your uh, Guru Maharaj? Uh, his Honor Thank you for your uh, oh, beautiful class. Thank you, Dandur Pranam. Thank you, Dandur please, Pranam. Please, please for me, Mataji, uh, so that uh, uh, I, I can serve as an instrument in this moment. And uh, yeah, to please Vaishnavas and uh, uh, my Guru Maharaj, uh, Shilaprabhupada and uh, ultimately Lord Krishna. Yes. yes, we need to pray for all of us. So we get motivated and try to, you know, serve this mission of Sila Prabhupada and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to perfect our lives, you know. As you were saying, Savai Punsam Paro Dharmo Yato Bhakti Radhoksaje Ahaituki Apratihata Yayatma Suprasivati. Our supreme occupation is to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And it should be done without any motive and without interruption. You know, we all work, but we should work to please the Lord. So thank you so much for that message. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Madhavi. Kalanati Prabhuji, Keshav Prabhu. I'm really uh, thankful today that, uh, you know, it's my... I was just remembering Mataji, she's on the call, even Mahesh Prabhu, these, they both are our senior people. And, uh, you know, they are on the call, and they, when they are there, we almost feel that, you know, some of us... Uh, have parents here uh, still living some of us don't have parents but that feeling comes you know when they're there on the call that we have someone elder to us and um, sometimes we hear from our uh, relatives you know that yes uh, I mean they are in their 70s now and they say their parents are not there anymore this is, doesn't feel too good you know when you don't have parents in this life so of course I'm fortunate I have my biological mother with me and uh, my father is not there but always feel the emptiness but when uh, Mataji and Prabhuji they come here on the call it is so wonderful and um, you know it's like we are getting blessings uh, you know while being on the call double blessings because they are there and my Dhanat Pranam to you Mataji and also to Mahesh Prabhu who is always always appreciating uh, everyone the devotees and the devotees classes and every everything about Krishna consciousness <laughs> amazing yeah thank you thank you Mataji for joining please join us more often 
and uh, because thank we you want so much. and you know mataji so i'm so happy you joined today i didn't even call you <laughs> i think you got yeah. to got to telepathy that uh, you know we have to join some of us are remembering you yeah krishna is in everyone's yes. heart thank you mataji hari yes. krishna thank you so much mataji uh, i love your dedication to serve Uh, everyday chant group so nicely you have been doing it for so many years now so that's such a wonderful feeling and you have grown tremendously so that's wonderful 